0: We're back. back. Stairway to Sevens, I'm Liam, he's James, how are you mate? I'm good, I'm good. That's good, yeah. that's good. Uh, first up, like always, we have to thank cover.com.au for allowing us to do this. Uh, we also want to acknowledge everyone affected by the bushfires, so uh, if you have a chance, get down to Lake Conjola this weekend, apparently uh, a report came out today that about 85% of lake conjola is burnt out so all the businesses down there are really struggling uh so there's also a petition going around to reopen the lake so that tourists can get back on the lake and have a bit of fun down there so if you get an opportunity get down there big show james o'keefe is finally on the mic yes O'Keefe. Okay. <laughs> but we will throw to him a little bit later in the show Let's get started having a look at Hamilton 7s. No surprises, really. No. Uh, the Kiwis were fairly clinical. Yeah, they were dominant from
1: minute one, game one, right yeah. through to the end. And we sort of anticipated that all 12 girls would play at a pretty, pretty top, le- um, top standard. And, yeah, they, they showed why they're
0: the number one side at the moment. They were clinical. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, just, just incredible to watch. And then, you know, acknowledging, too, that the men... Also yeah. picked up the win, so um, you know that's the second year in a row that the men and the women have won their home tournament. So, and it, and it obviously you know it means a lot to them uh, to play in front of their families and friends and extended family, partners, brothers, sisters. It's yeah, it's, a lot of them playing in front of their kids
1: too, which is yeah, deep, pretty really, unreal,
0: really yeah. exciting. And uh, yeah, so so it was good. We we had a decent weekend yeah. in terms of our tips. So we got three of the four. Uh, as it turned out the 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 ladies from Brazil brought it they, yeah. they came in hot day they were one. unreal yeah unreal pushed Australia early even took the lead to Leah Costa on the edge was unreal it was your first player to chase down Elia Green? <laughs> yeah
1: in the history yeah. of the game
0: and put a put a, a really textbook clinical shot on her yes, it was at the line yeah. and then apologized to her and Elia was like, no it's yeah. it's all good showed, like- the, showed the Russians how a tackle. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, like, is there is there anyone in world rugby currently who is more intimidating with, with a bit of space than Elia Green?
1: Yeah, pro- probably not. Physically, yeah. she'd be the most intimidating, definitely.
0: Like, she, she sat that Russian winger down twice.
1: Yeah. I mean, to, to be fair to one of the Russian wingers, she did score a try on earlier about 45 seconds after <laughs> getting put into to the next universe. That's true. But,
0: That's true. You know. But I just, like, every time she gets the ball with a little bit of space, defenders want to hang off her because, yeah. Yeah. because of that power and that speed and agility. But then, like, every time she gets the ball, you think she's going to score. Yeah, she's, she's an excitement machine.
1: And you can yeah. see why there's so much hype around her. But she's really come on... You know, sort of a year and a half, two years ago, we were looking at trying to do the same thing and consistently losing the ball in that contact. Like, mm. you know, going for the big bump off and then either knocking it on or, or losing it at the back door over the sideline or whatever. But she's really upped her skill to mm. allow her to, re, you know, really get the most out of her natural ability.
0: Yeah, and, you know, she's, she's starting to come on defensively. Um, that, that's always been an area that she's wanted to improve in and she's starting to do that. She's really starting, you know, to understand the game more um you know even putting sharni through a hole yeah it was a good little yeah, play yeah you know just just held the ball up long enough to to get her through so she's really starting to understand and develop those other parts of her game which is which is really good you know in another in another year's time who knows she she yeah. she might add another wrinkle you know she started kicking too which is yeah. which is a skill not a lot of girls are, are coming into squads with so exciting times for her so if you missed it if you live under a rock uh <laughs> <laughs> we tipped Australia, New Zealand, USA and France to come out of the pools and we largely based that decision on the opponents in the pools. Yeah. But as it turned out, like we mentioned earlier, Brazil pushed Australia early and they also pushed New Zealand, uh, not New Zealand, USA. Yeah. And then Canada um, had, had a big game against Ireland and Spain.
1: I mean, yeah, Ireland and Spain were... Sort of underperformed to the group stages.
0: Yeah, I mean. so in a way, it was it was good to see. Like you, you saw after day one, it was pretty clear that France and Canada had booked their spots. Given, I think they had about a forty and thirty-eight points differential, something like that, respectively. Yeah. So it meant that Australia USA game was do or die, do or die, and it was really good to see us get over the line in that game. In in what was a really tight, so it was sort of back and forth for a little while. So it was really good to see that. And we we kind of tipped we kinda picked this early, but it, it it really looked like a lot of teams were and in Australia in particular were really riding or dying with their top seven. Yeah. Yeah. Um so, you know, like if you look at some of the minute splits, like Rhiannon Byers had four minutes on day one, um, Soraya Packy had six, uh Demi Hayes had nine. Dom De Toit had seven and Emma Sykes had 11. So, like, it was a we really rode that that top seven um, to try and get us home. And the, the starting seven didn't change either.
1: No, no, not until what the, the semi final against Canada? Yeah.
0: So, when uh, Cherry came out in the semi final and um, Hayes started and actually had a good game, produced a pretty, pretty unreal try, a little show and go off the right foot. And then in the final, um, Cherry dropped out of the side completely with a bit of a niggle, and that brought Nathan into the bench. And then, um, who
1: to be fair had a pretty oh. handy yeah. tie herself. Yeah, <laughs> of off she went.
0: Yeah, and that brought um, that brought Pucky. Pucky into the starting side. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was just it was just an interesting interesting observation um, because we've seen this from Australia where they they. Start slow, find a rhythm in the middle, and then by that semi-final or final, start to look like they've got some heavy legs. Yeah, and and you know I can understand it. You want to uh, qualify for those games. You want to be playing for medals. But and it, and it's also not uncommon for your bench to play. You know maybe twenty or thirty percent of the minutes within a game. But what I thought was a little unusual is that. If you look at say New Zealand or USA, they rotate their starters quite a bit. So you'll see Gustavus come off the bench, you'll see Hevelin come off the bench, you'll see Flula come off the bench, um, and start. Yeah. But we just seem to really want to focus on that top seven, and I and I, I guess the, the thing I can think of is that they're really trying to prepare a top twelve for the Olympics.
1: Yeah, and, and I guess get decent bulk, high quality minutes into them. Yeah, these HSBC tournaments. And,
0: you know, if you if you look at it, you've got Kazlik uh, to come back. You've got Polite to come back. You've got Parry to come back. Yeah. And Dalton to potentially and, come in. And Dalton to come in. So I guess, you know, for some of these girls, you know, they're, that are starting now, you know, you might say someone like Staples or Ashby, even Lucas Green, you know, they potentially will get pushed to the bench. But what is... Exciting and pleasing is that they will have had five or six tournaments where they're playing bulk minutes, so the fitness is going to be there, the loading's going to be there, yeah. Um, and you know maybe that's that's the focus is we're getting this side ready for the Olympics. Yes, the World Series is important, an important yeah. part of prep, but we're going to sacrifice medals here to try and win one, yeah, to try and, and win a gold one in 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 Japan, and and maybe that's the double sided. Aspect of it, that
1: we're, we're loading the group stages up to get us into the top four rather than finishing, you know, fifth or, or lower. Yeah, with, and then, with fresh legs. And then, yeah, yeah then really trying to push in the finals and get bulk minutes into these girls under, you know, playing under fatigue, under stress.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, so if you do live under a rock, uh, the way it finished, we spoke about earlier, New Zealand on top, they played um, Canada in the a gold medal game. And then Australia played France in the in the, bronze. in the bronze, and France came out on top in that one. So we we finished fourth, only our second time uh, not coming away with a medal, which is which is good. But you know we've had now um, we, we've finished in the top four in each tournament, which is which is also exciting given given what we just spoke about that they're really trying to build um, to the Olympics. All right, so let's have a look at the dream team. So. I'll I'll do my best French accent. Can't be worse impression this week. So this week the dream team and all of these players were thoroughly deserving. Uh, So and you know obviously made up mostly of of teams in the top four. In fact, entirely of teams in the top four. So we had uh, Shannon Izar from France, Kayla Maleski from Canada, Brittany Ben from Canada, Stacey Flula, formerly Stacey Waka from New Zealand. Camille Gastineur from France, Elliot Green from Australia, and Michaela Blyde from NZ. Thoughts?
1: Yeah, pretty good list. And, you know, especially uh, the forwards in there, they were pretty quality for for Canada and France. You know, and they were sort of the reason Canada and France were were so quality there, especially defensively, locked down in the middle. And then, you know, those those real tough ball carries. And then you see Flula, Green... Michaela Blyde, and Grassano work were just quality mm. with ball in hand. You know, obviously having three ed- edge players in there, you can see how successful, you know, Australia and New Zealand were when we gave it our, the girls on the edge, you know, ball with a bit of time and space. They're probably the three most deadly players on the World Series at the moment.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I thought Talia Costa from Brazil was quality. fantastic. Yep. And... You know, I know Brazil didn't have a great day two, Good day 1 in that they they kept those games close and then they just they for whatever reason didn't have the legs whatever against Russia on day 2. They they struggled a little bit, but Talia Costa must stop 40 points a game. Oh, she's un- unreal. Yeah. But, and and that try she scored early against Australia where she just took off on the outside with Less than no room <laughs> Tip-toe, tiptoed down the sideline and scored yeah um, yeah it was just phenomenal and you know I know we've talked a little bit about Brazil on this on this pod before but it's really exciting to see them improve and you know for a, a country that's soccer mad or football mad if you're if you're a European listener to see you know some relatively quick success and quick wins with a sport that's a little bit foreign uh it is really is really exciting and it's a real credit to to whatever's happening in brazil at the moment with their provincial competitions their coaching setup infrastructure all of that it's yeah well they've, they've got some pretty decent new zealand coaches sort of in of that, course in that development
1: space yeah bloody <laughs> Kiwis. Um, but but i think one of the the i guess best things she she does for young girls coming through is she's she's a quality player who's not of the mold that you know we, yeah. You know yeah, that yeah. typical sevens mold. She's not big and dominant like Elia. She's you know quicker than Elia. It showed she's just as strong and can compete. And you know Stacey Flou is another one that that's mm. that similar mold. You know they're not massive girls, but they're two of the most electrifying dominant players. And it sort of shows that it doesn't really matter how big you are if you back yourself and you've you know you have got some ability, you can compete on the world level.
0: Yeah, and it it's it's one of our game's core values, right? Is that we do have a position for everyone. Yep. Yeah, 7s is a little bit more specialized and you don't tend to see guys like me, tight-head props running around playing 7s. I mean, they try. But, you know, we we do cater for all sizes, abilities, skills. We, you know, there's there's a position for everyone and just, you know, you look at her and think, well she like you said she's not the typical mold of of what we what a lot of teams are looking for, big, fast, powerful. But, yeah, she's little, but as you said, she's just as fast, she's just as powerful, yeah. she, she's quick, she's skilled, she reads the game well. Very well. Yeah, and
1: she's one of the most test textbook defenders yeah. know, on the circuit at the moment.
0: And she has something that is really difficult to teach, and it's that ticker, the heart. Yeah. She chases everything. She, she'll, be, she'll be 40 metres away and she'll chase just to make it difficult for that player to score that try. Yeah. you know it, whether and and I firmly think she believes whenever there's a line break I firmly think she believes that she will catch them tackle them and and save those points yeah which is yeah for a, for a coach when you see that you know that that's the kind of player aggressive. yeah and that's the kind of player you want to pick <laughs> in your team all right so we've got a couple of team lists given the short turnaround we haven't seen a lot of team lists come through yet, so I suspect a lot of them We'll come through friday potentially even early saturday morning depending on i'm sure teams are battling with niggles they're probably you know they're potentially flying a couple of couple of players out um to cover them so we've got we've got the two that matter though we've got new zealand and we've got australia so why don't you start with australia and then i'll do my best kiwi to read out the black seven squad Joe docs <laughs> okay, enough of that Alright, so
1: We've got Shannon Parry coming back in Shawnee Williams Faith Nathan Cassie Staples Edmonton Agato Demi Hayes Charlotte Caslick also coming back in Maddie Ashby Dom DeToit, Alicia Lucas Emily Cherry Elliot Green, and then 13th, Soraya Packy. So, pretty handy side.
0: Seven Some, seven gold medalists in there. Yeah. Just yeah. pretty...
1: Two two big returns with Parry and Kazlik. Yeah. I think Parry was... I was probably, to be honest, a little bit surprised how much we missed Parry, especially defensively, mm. in the middle, you know, against Canada and France. You know, that, they're sort of the, the two teams she's really, really useful against because she's, you know, that big dominant defender and, and also ball carrier really strong over the ball in terms of our recycling and that's they're sort of the areas that we, you know Canada and France outdid us
0: yeah well you know particularly Canada they they play a lot through the middle of the field through Ben Chis uh, Lane Landry and you know they're, they're just trying to recycle ball get you to compress and then and then play to the edges and I think you're right I think we really missed just just her physicality and her her know-how she always manages to pick the right time to attack the ball yeah Gets a turnover and then's really good at shifting it to where it needs to go once she's got it. So we we definitely missed her. But having said that, I do feel a little bit for buyers. Yeah, big time. Um, having not played a whole lot, I think 14 minutes, 15 or 15 minutes, and two of those minutes in the bin. Yeah, Uh, across the whole you know across the whole tournament. Um, to then you know be be. Be on the back burner. Uh, it would be a little bit hard to swallow, and and Sykes is probably in that boat too. Yeah, just come back from a long injury spell, and yeah.
1: Then, but but again, maybe with Sykes, that that's the re- you know they gave a Hamilton, and then bring him back out of Sydney, give him some quality minutes, and, and try and drip her, not overload her on back to back tournaments. Yeah,
0: yeah, and and look, the the reality is you 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 got to make room for two Olympians, so yeah, exactly. So, so two are going to miss out, and and you know, given it's a home tournament, I think this is one, if any, that they'll put a, a real stamp on and say this is if we're going to win one, this is the one we want to win. Yeah. So let's try and put as yeah. close to a as close to our Olympic twelve as, as we think. Yeah, and
1: and I guess that's something we've been speaking about for a few months now. Is obviously Johnny's going to rotate a fair bit leading into Tokyo and you give all the girls you know as equal as as possible opportunity to to prove their their worth, so to speak. So
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So so look, I I think to be honest, I think they're the team to beat. Yeah, just, yeah, I like them. Just like on them. just on paper, if a, we sorry, a pr- pretty decent balance across the board. Obviously,
1: having Shano and Kazik come back in. You yeah, know, one of our our best defensive workhorses as well. You know, maybe not as physically dominant as, as Shani and Shano, but a lot like the way Varney plays defensively. Works her backside across the field for the girls around us. So yeah. I really think that that locks down the middle for us, which is where we have been struggling in those yeah, big and, games and
0: offers a li- a little bit of a different look with the ball then oh, yeah, than yeah, Ashby does yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Of, i would say by far our best attacking
1: potential yeah you know probably yeah. more so than Elliot because she you know obviously
0: through the middle she can generate a lot for mm. herself yeah and and she'll probably look to to take on the line a bit more than 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 Ashby Ashby's yeah. sort of playing that traditional um i guess pivot yeah pivot role yeah. in the middle of the field whereas whereas uh, Kazlik will look to take it yeah. on a little bit and and even find herself out a little bit wider um, to, to run into some holes, and then they're
1: a chance to be a dominant halves pairing. You know, the absolutely. Way, the way you yeah, know yeah. you
0: look at them, sort of like league halves,
1: they mm. really complement each other's game. Mm. And if Ashby can give good quality ball and keep her defender honest to sh- girls like Charlotte, and then you know, Elia, mm. can you imagine Ashby,
0: Kazlik, Cherry, Elia? like that's yeah. probably going to be the best attacking backline in the comp. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, though, I'm not, I can't really see anyone ma- matching them there. And that was going to be the next thing I would say. I'm excited to see. <laughs> How much they, they played together at, yeah. as a as a half and, and first receiver. Yeah. All right, so let's look at the look at the Kiwis. A couple of changes for them. So they're they've got Michaela Blyde, Gail Broughton, Kelly Brazier, Teresa Fitzpatrick, Stacy Flula, Sarah Harini, Jasmine Hotham, Sheree Kaka or Kaka, Tyler Nathan Wong, Alina Saley, Ruby Tui, Niall Williams, and Tanika Willison. So, you know, they've kept the core, the core there, you know, uh, I'd expect Flula again to have another good series and, and Michaela Blyde coming back into the side uh, la- last week in Hamilton to, to also carry over her form too. Yeah, And it, it, to be fair, it's a pretty fast track at Parramatta. Yeah. You know, we we'll
1: see a lot of, obviously a lot of league games played in there. It's pretty pretty electric down the edges for the wingers, So you'd
0: have to expect the girls on the edge to really enjoy it. Yeah. Out there. <laughs> and normally when you talk about a, a Kiwi team, you'd be saying, oh, they're going to battle with the heat, but it was like 36 degrees in Hamilton, so that that'll be, be fine. fine. Yeah. 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 All right. So let's let's have a quick look at the pools. So uh, you, if you're a, a long-term listener of the show, all eight episodes, you should be familiar with how this works, but they're, they're seated. Uh, so if we look at pool A first, we've got New Zealand, England, Russia, and the invitational team, Japan. You'd have to pick New Zealand to come out of that pool.
1: Yeah, I, I think probably the two most underwhelming performers in in um, Hamilton were, were England and Russia. You know, and, and Russia were sort of battled against Brazil, especially defensively. Um, I think Japan coming in, they're a really exciting team. Um, you know, obviously we've seen them be really competitive through all their their youth programs, and you know most Japanese programs these days are highly skilled, play at a really fast pace, and I think they're a team that can actually potentially undo England and Russia.
0: Well. Yeah, especially on this fast track. Yeah, you know, we say it's a fast track. The Japanese play at a pace that you know a lot of teams aren't used to seeing. Yeah, and if they can, you know, put all of that together, all their skill and stuff together for for fourteen minutes, they are a real wild card. Yeah,
1: and I guess we saw them at Oceania, and they were unreal. Yeah, the, the way they played the yeah. game was
0: so hard to contain. Yeah, and and you know. As you say, you've seen we're seeing it now in in all the Japanese programs. You know the men's fifteen side at the World Cup played at a pace I haven't seen on a 15s paddock before. Yeah, so you'd expect you'd expect them to bring that, and you know highly Kiwi skilled coaches. <laughs> Damn, Kiwi coaches. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, man, well we've poached one too. Yeah, well, yeah, bad time. <laughs> and yeah, I, I tend to agree with you with with England and Russia. They, yeah, they they. Particularly England probably blew a chance to to finish a bit higher. Um, but, you know, that's just the way it breaks sometimes. That's it. But, yeah, obviously you can't see anyone getting close to, to NZ
1: in that pool. You know, I'm not expecting them to have the same motivation or, or hunger for 14 minutes that they had every game in Hamilton. But yeah, you'd expect, you know, even eight, nine minutes of quality from them,
0: they're going to be too good for any of those teams. Yeah. And then Pool B, this one for me shapes up. To be the toughest pool, so we we got Canada, USA, Fiji, and Brazil. Um, you know we've seen from Fiji what they're capable of doing on their day. Yes, they got surprised by the Chinese team. Yeah, uh, uh,
1: to be fair, after a big
0: win against England. Yeah, so. yeah. So you know, there, there's they they're, they're going to have to work a little bit on on their consistency there. Um, you know, we've spoken about the Brazilians already, and Exciting. then. Yeah, time. And then that USA Canada game, you know, much like the Australia USA game last time, it is going to be is going to be really tough. I personally like the USA in this pool um, for a number of reasons. the The biggest one is that I think they're just a little bit more physical and a little bit more skilled than the Canadian team. and I, And I think the teams match up when the teams match up. It favors the U.S. just just given just given that, and then they've got more speed out on the edges. I think I think Canada a little bit lack um, that out and out pace on the edge. So I think if if the USA can stick to to what they do well and generate a little bit of go forward through the middle of the field, and then use Kelta Tapper on the edge, um, Kirsch on the edge, they'll yeah I, I can't see Canada hanging with them. Yeah, and
1: I guess that's the thing. When Canada are playing good footy and they're, they're dominating games, they're dominating through the middle and yeah. then generating space for themselves. Whereas, you know, the US defensively, we've spoken about it time and time again, they love to lock down the middle yep. and then give away the edge knowing they've got the speed. You know, Australia was successful against USA in Hamilton because we had a little bit more skill, a little bit more speed. Yep. But again, through the middle, they were sold. So, you yeah, know, we've seen it a couple of times through tournaments. They, USA can be having a bad tournament, a matchup against Canada, and just be. You know really quality
0: well they just don't want to lose to their, their no. little sister <laughs> no that's it the northern rivals <laughs> and you know I, I know we speak about it a lot but the usa are one of the few teams that i enjoy watching because of their defense less yeah. so than their attack they yeah. really make defense look fun yeah yeah and they just seem to really enjoy it like run at me yeah <laughs> yeah no it's,
1: it's good to see and they are they're really adding some like skill and technique to their defence, like it's not just oh great yeah and, you know yeah. put shots on there. Yeah, they're really picking their moments when to attack the ball, you know, when to when to fly in and and help out on a tackle, and try and you know hit that breakdown early and, and, and those they, sorts of things. And
0: they're one of the few teams too who's not scared to midway through a half go to that six and one. Yeah, yeah. Or you know, I've I've seen them early on go to that five and two. I haven't seen it since, but that six and one, or they'll do a six and one with a shallow. Yeah. A shallow yeah. one Or they'll Have seven in the line But they're not scared To sort of rotate Through a couple Yeah Give you a few Different looks Yeah And and, and just Kind of feel out Which one works yeah. On the day And and yeah I think Yeah I, I think they'll be looking To really Have a strong Tournament Given I, I know they were Disappointed With a fifth Yeah In the last two Yeah and, and it looks like They've had a pretty Decent week In Sydney Both on and off at The
1: training field Like yeah. the girls Look look pretty hungry to yep. get back in there and rip in.
0: All right, then Pool C, the important pool. Uh, France, Australia, Spain and Ireland. What do you think? Uh, you know, it, it, it it's
1: going to be hard to go past Australia, you know, at home. Lots of motivation to gold medalists coming back in. You know, we were obviously pretty disappointed in how we went against France in, in Hamilton. So I think we'll be pretty hungry for that that third pool, ga- pool game. And then... You know, we sort of tipped Spain and Ireland to be competitive in Hamilton and and really, weren't. you know, really offer yeah. some some strong battles through those group stages. But they, again, a little bit like England and Russia, underperformed. I mean, yes, they got outdone. Both of them got outdone by a pretty red hot Canadian side. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'd I'd have to tip Australians over France, and then you know, a fair bit of distance to to Spain and Ireland.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I and I think to your point earlier, Parry coming back in. So you, you're going to have Parry and Williams with Kaslik yeah, in the middle of the field. Yeah. It's going to be really difficult then for France to get that go forward that they rely on so heavily yeah. through the middle. So they're going to have to look to play out a little bit wider, which, as we know from the way Australia likes to defend, they get up real quick. Yeah, and I guess that's something
1: both Shannon and Charlotte really like, is that quick line speed. Yeah. You know? And so we sort of saw it a couple of times in Hamilton that a couple of girls would get up and maybe one... Outside wouldn't as far. And so we were getting, you know, it was pretty easy to get out and around us. But I think with those three through the middle, with their line speed and
0: their physicality in contact, we, we should really be able to contain France. Yeah. And we haven't really seen France be comfortable playing that over the top ball from that, from, you know, from those shooters out wide. Especially not when you've got the green machine hunting out there, <laughs> just waiting for one. <laughs> Hungry for One to ribs. the ribs. No. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So if we say... New Zealand coming out of pool A. Yep. And the USA coming out of pool B and Australia coming out of pool C. Yep. Given the shorter format again, there's one spot left. And just looking at it and looking at form from the last tournament and 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 carry over into this tournament, I would say France are the likely best second place finisher. Yep. Given we know what Fiji can do. We know what Brazil can do, especially on day one. I know that yeah. day day two wasn't wasn't what they wanted, but especially on day one, they can really bring it. And noting what we got out of Spain and Ireland last time, and and also you know England and Russia. You know maybe Japan is is a bolter there, but yeah, yeah, Japan we have going to be my potential
1: dark horse. You know if they if Russia and England are uh, yeah. At the same level, they were in Hamilton. You know, Japan's a chance to put some decent points on them. But, you know, the you know, the smart pick's going to be France and then then either Canada yep. or USA, depending on how that falls. Yep.
0: All right. So let's – you happy with France? Bonjour. <laughs> Fromage. we oui. we <oui>. we. <laughs> oui, oui. All right. So if it shakes out that way, that means in the first semifinal – the USA will play Australia, yeah, which is a rematch of the do or die in Hamilton. Given what we know about Australia, I I suspect USA won't they won't make seven changes, maybe one or two, yeah. So you'd, you'd assume it'd be a fairly similar team. What do you, What do you think? How do you think that game shakes out?
1: Oh uh, yeah, I game one of day two against the US. I I like it. I like. You know, the team we've got and the balance we're going to have in that that starting seven. Um, you know, we've got, as we've spoken about a number of times, two gold medalists coming back in. You know, we're going to have a really experienced side and a side that, you know, the girls seem to love playing the US and really, you know, really enjoy beating them, you know, probably at the same level they enjoy getting over the Kiwis mm. as well. So I think, you know, we're going to come out pretty hungry given, you know, we had a pretty poor semi against Canada in Hamilton really hungry to come out hard there and then hard again in the final, you know, and that, that, I guess that's, that's the one big difference between Hamilton and and Sydney sevens is we're going to have the crowd support. You know, there's going to be, all of a sudden they're going to have, you know, 10, 15% more juice in the tank just because they're playing at home in front, you know, as we saw with the Kiwis, like no one could get close to the level they were playing at, you know, because of the the motivation and support they had. So you can only imagine that it's going to be somewhat similar for, for our girls.
0: Yeah. and And you could see it, you could see it with the Kiwis, you know, they, Every game, they all had a smile on their face. They all seemed to thoroughly enjoy playing, yeah. playing at home, playing in front in in front of a crowd. You know, and and it'd be great. You know, Australia hasn't actually won a leg since Sydney 2018, yeah, which was at uh, the SFS, formerly known as Aussie Stadium, which has now been knocked over. So it'll be really good to see them. Yeah, be really. It, 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 I think they need it to be honest. I think they really. They've been so close, yeah, yeah, so many times, and I think this this is almost a full strength side looking yeah. at it, and and,
1: and I, I guess with a big layoff to Hong Kong, yeah. we can really go hammer and tong at this, and and you know really let the girls rip in.
0: All right, so Australia's gone through <coughs> yep. for, by forty points,
1: forty two. Yeah,
0: I'm backing Shani to kick well. Yeah, yeah, good, good. He's got you back every week. I forget, I forget. And then if we look at Second semi, that means New Zealand are going to be playing against France.
1: Yeah. And, and you know, again, that's going to be a pretty, pretty tough game. You know, New Zealand in Hamilton proved they were, they were too good for the French. They had too much class. But, you know, France potentially coming out of it, you know, dis, as as we've tipped, a disappointing loss to Australia. You know, they're going to be pretty hungry to perform and As we've spoken about a number of times, the French are sitting... With a slightly different motivation to to all the other you know top teams because they're not actually qualified for the Olympics yet, yeah, and so they are you know these World Series are crucial for them to build their form leading into the rapper charge, leading into the Olympics, you know, versus the other teams that are just trying to effectively finalise their
0: squads for for Tokyo. Yeah, and different styles of footy. Yeah, the the French, the French play a very physical through the middle style of footy. While the Kiwis um, like to play a little bit wider and and use you know angles and manipulation, cut balls, loop balls, that sort of thing to to create that space on the edge. And, and you know, New Zealand probably have the two best players at coming back off the edge.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah, in, t- in terms of can. in terms of their their dyn dynamacy, dynamacy. Yeah, that's a word. good word. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, in, in Michaela and Stacey, like, obviously, Ellie is unreal coming back. You know. Underneath with the power carry, but
0: Michaela and,
1: and Stacey just so balanced and dynamic and, and can do anything with ball in hand.
0: The other thing I saw from New Zealand which I hadn't seen is they've got a couple of nice little set-piece set, set piece moves, especially off the line-out. There's, there's one where um, Flula snuck around inside that sort of uh, halfback defender, which was a nice one, and then they've got a couple of nice starters off off their off their scrum. Um you know which they're allowed to do because because they they have a, a very strong forward Solid pack, base, yeah, um, which I really like. So it's it it'd be interesting to see how much more of that they bring and how much that develops over the next four series in, into the Olympics. And I, I guess that speaking about you know their forwards setting up the base for them,
1: that seems to be something they celebrate more than the guys yeah. they score. Is is the you know they celebrate the work the girls do in the middle, yep. to set up the girls on the edge. So you know you see what they are, you know across the park. They're just consistently dominant because the girls are working for each other.
0: Yeah. All right. Australia, New Zealand. Yeah. I think we've tipped this final every time. I'm backing gonna- us in here. <laughs> we'll see what O'Keefe says later, but I'm backing us yeah. in here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to hear O'Keefe's take on this. Yeah. He is an expert. Fijian team liaison officer. <laughs> He'll have something good for us. Yeah. Uh, look, I think like, like, like we spoke about last week with New Zealand, Australia is going to find an extra 20%. Yeah. In this game Yeah um, And Yeah New Zealand's not going to know What hit them No and, and I think You know potentially Having got that 30% Last week From New Zealand There might be a couple of heavy Heavy legs um, Tired bodies Coming, coming into this game You know the back to back Is pretty brutal Yeah Yeah So I think You know I think I think Australia I think Australia matches up well With New Zealand too I know we haven't Been able to get over Get over the line yet But we are close And yeah. I think Yeah and, Bringing Kazlik back in, bringing Parry back in, um, you know, really helps helps both attack and defence, but but particularly in attack, I think Kazlik will Kaslik will give us more. You know, she'll play a little bit closer to the line, but she'll also she's also more comfortable. You know, running switches, running loop balls, and and um, running into space, coming back in on an angle when she gets when she gets out a, bit, a little bit wider. Yeah, no,
1: I think she'll add. You know, her and Cherry. Both, you know, obviously Cherry came back in last week, but yep. both of them add a lot more dynamism to our attack, <laughs> but also a lot of discipline in the yep. way that we play. You know, she's not going to, she, she doesn't often try and generate stuff when it's not there. You know, she's really happy to take it into contact if something's not on. Yeah. But th- the way she plays in attack, you know, she, she does generate a lot of space for the girls around her and really try and manipulate the defense to, you know, put the girls on the edge either away outside or, or back underneath. And and I
0: think, you know, if, if we do get to see Ashby, Caslick, Cherry and Green yeah. all in a game together with um, Parry, Williams and Staples or Tonigato yeah, up front. It's a, it's a pretty deadly lineup. Yeah, that, that's not a look that New Zealand's seen yet. No. And, and given how much those girls have played together, there's probably a couple of things that they do, you know, unconsciously that New Zealand either forgotten about or just hasn't seen yet. So you know, given that, given given the fact that they're at home, I think it's it's going to make them really really tough to beat.
1: Yeah, and, and I think especially if we if we start well in that game, yeah, you know, we we do seem to battle against NZ if we get behind, and we yeah. we seem to really try and well to be fair against a couple of the top teams. If if we are behind, we try and push things. Yep. a little bit too hard. But I think again, that's where you know Shannon, Shani um caslick cherry you know in the middle is really gonna give us that discipline on both sides of the ball yeah but, but i think if we can get a good start you know we'll we'll be flying And you know it, it may only be like a, a 12 10 or a, you know
0: yeah that that that's the other thing that's important against new zealand you've got to be really patient yeah and when you do get opportunities because you generally only get a couple you really have to make the most of them and, th- and i think that's where um having Kazlik. Yeah, you know, not even just Caslick and, and Cherry and, and Parry, but having a having a, a seven or six of seven or five of seven who've been in big games, played a lot of football together, and understand you know what it takes to beat New Zealand. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, I think I exactly. think that's going to be the, the difference, the key yeah, difference.
1: And we're starting to see a lot of
0: game changing
1: plays. You know, we talk a lot about the Kiwis having seven to twelve girls who can all turn the game on its head. You know, we're starting to see that from girls like Demi, Demi from Faith, you know, from Sykes from Detroit, all starting to do things that are game changing. You know, and, and so it's really handy if we can have you know those seven gold medalists and then five girls in there who can all turn the game on its head. You know, we're starting to have a pretty exciting team.
0: Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is the moment that you have all waited for,
1: James O'Keefe.
0: We're about to throw. To James O'Keefe. Hello. O'Keefe, how are
1: you, mate?
2: O'Keefe, I think you got it wrong, mate.
1: Oh, is, it, is this not James O'Keefe?
2: No, mate. I think you called the wrong person.
1: Who, who have we got on the lawn?
2: You got the one and only, Nate McMahon. What's oh, big the boys? big
1: dog. How are you, mate?
2: Hey, oh, mate, just out. Just actually finished the run, to be honest. Just uh. <laughs> Christmas, good time in the UK. Just got to work that off now.
1: Yeah, a bit out of breath. Half a K? Uh, all
2: right. No, mate, actually a 2K effort. I was pretty happy as myself.
0: Yeah. It's 2K more than right. me.
2: Exactly, mate. Stay humble there, Jimmy. Stay humble. That's it.
0: Well, it's good to hear from you, mate. We haven't spoken for a while.
2: I know. We haven't, boys. I've been keeping up date with the podcast. Like love when you had Jovi on the other week. He was uh, entertaining.
0: Yeah, he's good. I mean, he knows his stuff. Not unlike us. The doctor.
2: The doctor, mate. What? A, Andy's a bus driver too. What a yeah. skill! <laughs> what a skill! He does love
0: to drive the bus.
2: Oh, mate! Some people just find their niche on tour, and he's found his. He's outstanding.
1: Yeah, parking buses—that's his niche. <laughs>
2: oh, you got to start somewhere on this rugby journey. That's you it. Start somewhere. That's it. We all did What's it. Happened? Exactly. Exactly. I was filling up water bottles for a few years <laughs> still am actually, I still do fill up the yeah. water
0: bottles yeah there's a fair bit of that going on, yeah, so
2: what's happening
0: to you boys? oh <laughs> Mate, not much, not much you know we're just we're just gearing up for the school year a week, next week at the University of Canberra, so we're uh we're eagerly anticipating that uh. That's about it, mate. It's been pretty quiet. Otherwise, we're looking forward to some Sydney Sevens this weekend.
2: Oh, how good is it? How is it this time of year? Sydney Sevens, Australia Day last week.
0: Yeah. Un- oh, unreal. Beautiful. Unreal. And then, and then the Super Footy kicks off too. It's a big week. Yeah,
2: So certainly is. There hasn't been much hype about that, but, you know, I think it's uh, it will slowly come on, won't it, Super Rugby?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think everyone's just surprised that we're playing in uh, in December now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mate More footy More better Isn't, yeah, it? isn't
0: that what they say That's it That's it I mean They haven't even Picked up the ropes in, From cricket season yet And we're already Taking over their fields
2: One thing for sure It's going to be A hard surface Hard and fast <laughs> rugby Oh yeah <laughs> You don't want to Get tackled And be the bouncing ball Coming off of the cricket pitch Do you That's all, it all the That's it Gentlemen's um, agreement
0: On every every yeah. field With a cricket pitch In the middle of it Yeah
2: well, Jimmy, you're a grass technician, aren't you? What, what mil does uh, Bruce Stadium cut this week?
1: Uh, it's, it's not too bad. It's about 28 yeah. mil, I think, this morning. So, yeah, good coverage. Right. So it should be good. Yeah, okay. How are the nitrate that... levels, mate? Are there any clovers uh, in there? No, quite low nitrate over That's the summer. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Usually yeah. builds up, you know, back of winter, autumn. <laughs>
2: Beautiful. Good to see you on top of that, Jimmy.
1: Mate, you know me. Got to be on top of something. Well, mate. It was really good to catch up. Um, yeah. O'Keefe, sorry, mate. Yeah, I mean, O'Keefe is going to give us some analysis yeah. on how he thought sevens were going to pan out. But yeah, but McMahon took your spot. Oh. Oh.
2: What, what, oh, are, what are your honor. tips for the weekend, mate? Oh, mate, our home tournament, you've got to get on your ass, don't you? And just back here, back both our men's and women's for the weekend. But um, look, with, in the men's, you've got to look how Fiji and South Africa performed. Mm. They're two proud nations in that seventh place. So they're going to bounce back.
1: Yeah, exactly. In
2: the women's, I reckon USA are going to have a really good weekend this weekend. But I think you know between USA, Australia, and New Zealand, that's your top three. Let's back our girls. Everyone, get out there, support the girls, and bring them home, eh? That's yeah,
0: agreed. You can still get tickets. Get get on the ticket Tech. even just walk up at the game. There'll be there'll be a few few available. Get on the train, get a bus. However, you got to get out there. Get out there because it's uh, it's going to be a big weekend. As Nate said, Australia Day, home tournament, men and women. We're backing them both in. They went pretty close in Hamilton, so let's get it done.
2: hundred percent. Hey boys, if you can't get a
0: ticket, get on James O'Keefe. He'll uh he'll sort a few tickets out. <laughs> oh, what a guy! What a guy! All right, mate. What a guy. We'll talk Beautiful to you soon.
2: Bye bye. See, See ya, ya brother.
0: Well that was weird. We'll we'll have to uh we'll have to consult Jovi the IT guy. Yeah. He's 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 multi-talented, but he has become our IT guy. Yeah, he's yeah. somehow got Nath's and O'Keefe's numbers mixed up, but <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> well, thanks again for tuning in for another week. I'm Liam. He's James. Hello. <laughs> Thank you again to the uh there will be some content on on sevens going up this weekend game recaps that kind of thing if you missed out on last week there's a a couple of recaps on uh hamilton as well uh and that's it i hope to see all of you all four of you all four of our listeners at the sydney sevens on the weekend at bankwest stadium kicking off nice and early first games at about nine o'clock yeah uh so enjoy enjoy CJ's beat and that's Thank us. you to Liam's mum and dad. Yeah. Listening. Yeah, thanks mum and dad. All right.